0: Welcome in to Duval Daily, presented by jenjag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Monday, April 24th. It is draft week, 2023. NFL draft officially kicks off on Thursday, April 27th. We're going to talk about five big things that you should know uh, for the Jaguars heading in to this 2023 NFL draft. We're going to do it right now. Jaguars, they hold nine draft picks heading into this 2023 NFL draft. First round, Thursday night, second and third round, Friday night. The rest of the draft rounds, four through seven on Saturday. Again, the Jaguars hold nine draft picks. They have one first round pick at 24 overall. They also have 56 in the second round, 88 in the third round, two fourth round picks at 121 and 127. They do not have a fifth round pick thanks to the Calvin Ridley trade. Uh, 185 is their next pick. Then they have 202 and 208. All three of those picks in the sixth round and one seventh round pick at 226 overall. So nine total draft picks for your Jacksonville Jaguars heading into this 2023 NFL Draft. When you talk about the NFL draft, team needs is is what's always brought up, and usually most people are kind of looking at the team needs for the 2023 season, the upcoming season, which is obviously something you need to uh, to address. If you're the Jaguars, the team needs you do have. But I think from a, uh, a team perspective, from an internal perspective, teams are also looking at what their needs are going to be years down the road. And they're also looking at how can we not just address needs, but how can we create massive advantages at certain positions? So it's not just Oh, let's go get the best player at our our greatest position of need. There's different layers and ways to look at team needs for sure. Now, for me, when you do look at team needs for the Jaguars, they only need one starter for 2023. And to me, that's at nickel. They did bring Trey Herndon back, but Trey Herndon is a guy you've seen over the years, maybe not a championship caliber third corner for your football team. Uh, in my opinion, I think that's been proven out over the course of his career, which has been an impressive career, right? A former undrafted free agent who's made his way in the NFL for the Jaguars, but probably you don't want him in your starting lineup. At least that's my evaluation of the situation. So you need a nickel corner, right? I think that's clearly the biggest need on the team. Um, The team also, for 2023, they need rotational pass rushers, both on the interior and on the edge. This is a team that lost Arden Key. DeWan Smoot has not been re-signed, and he's dealing with an Achilles injury. Uh, There's a lot of snaps to be replaced when it comes to pass rush for the Jaguars. They do expect a jump from Trayvon Walker, no doubt about it. They also expect to have Devin Lloyd playing a little bit more on the edge in a pass rush role. And, of course, they have Josh Allen back, but... On the edge, I think you could use another rusher or two. On the interior, you do have Roy Robertson-Harris. You have Foley Kasi. You have Devon Hamilton. The only real pass rusher of that group, in my opinion, is RRH. You also do have some depth, right, with Adam Gatsas, with a couple of the free agent signings you made. But... I think that you could definitely upgrade that interior and edge pass rush for 2023. You talk about getting into the playoffs, you talk about winning games late in the season, you're going to need to be able to affect the quarterback. And of course, you might do everything you can and then some to address your pass rush might not matter against Patrick Mahomes. We saw that last year. Uh you know, the Jaguars couldn't get after him in the two games they had against him. The Eagles couldn't get Patrick Mahomes to the ground in the Super Bowl. So much easier said than done. But uh getting through the rest of these Jaguars needs. I think tight end depth is certainly a question. You do have Evan Ingram who has not signed his franchise tag. Trent Baalke said last week, they're working towards a long-term extension. They expect to get that done, but they're not quite there yet with Evan Ingram. Um, Beyond Evan Ingram on the roster, Luke Farrell has a little, little bit of experience. He's more of that traditional inline tight end who can go out and catch passes for you, but you feel more comfortable blocking. And then they also have Garrett Prince, who's more of a move tight end, uh, an athletic guy who was a rookie last year, didn't really make any sort of impact for the Jaguars last year, but um, another guy that is on the roster. So, Beyond Evan Ingram, there's no real experience here, and Evan Ingram hasn't even signed his franchise tag or agreed to a long-term deal yet, so that's still a little bit up in the air. I think tight end depth is a need, and I just think maybe tight end of the future, right? You don't know the long-term plan with Evan Ingram at this point. At this point, he would not be a Jacksonville Jaguar after the 2023 season, so I think tight end is certainly an interesting one. Um, beyond nickel at in the back end of this Jaguars secondary, I think just corner depth in general is a bit of a question for this football team, right? You did address it with uh, Buster Brown last year in the draft with Gregory Jr. In the draft, you also brought back table Campbell. And as I mentioned before, Trey Herndon, but um, do you feel really good beyond Tyson Campbell and Darius Williams? It's hard for me to say yes uh, with this cornerback group. So I think adding another corner or two could make sense beyond just going and addressing the nickel spot. Uh, I think offensive tackle. Is it a need right now? No. I mean, you have Cam Robinson, who has had injuries over the last couple years. You have Walker Little. So you have two quality starters. You brought in Josh Wells, who's a quality swing tackle. So is it an immediate need necessarily? In my opinion, no. But is that a position you could look at Uh, the Jaguars trying to kind of bolster long-term? I think so. Kind of bring in a younger offensive tackle to come in and be a starter of the future, whether that be with Walker Little or Cam Robinson. Cam Robinson, there's a team out in his contract after the 2023 season. Uh, Walker Little will be going into his third year of his four-year rookie deal in 2023. So there's definitely um, some questions long-term at the offensive tackle position, but... Not a short-term need. But again, teams, they're, they're a lot of times looking ahead when you talk about the needs. So I would not be surprised at offensive tackle comes off the board at some point for the Jaguars either. Uh, when you look at the deepest positions in this class, for me, it's cornerback slash nickel, it's edge, and it's tight end. And, and running back, of course. Uh, the Jaguars are not in need of a running back by any stretch, but if they wanted to add a running back, at some point in this draft they could certainly do it as well. A ton of depth there, but when you look at cornerback nickel, edge and tight end, I don't think it's a coincidence that the Jaguars decided not to reinforce those units much so far in the 2023 offseason. I think they're looking at this draft as a way to upgrade those units uh, in a big way. Again, I think there's going to be cornerbacks and nickels well into day two and into day three that are going to end up being quality contributors at the next level. I feel at edge, you have the same situation. I think there's going to be guys littered throughout day two that are going to come in and make immediate impacts as rushers or, or close to immediate impacts, you know, fairly quickly in their first year in their second year coming in and creating a lot of havoc wreaking a lot of havoc as rushers. And then on day three, I think there's going to be long-term contributors at edge as well. Same thing at tight end. I think you see starters littered throughout the draft. And then I think you see contributors on day three. Again, I don't think it's a coincidence that the Jaguars decided to pretty much stand pat at these positions, right? They did bring back some of their own guys. Like I mentioned, Trey Herndon, Tavon Campbell at corner um, at tight end. Again, they're, So for me looking at this, I think they're definitely going to bring in secondary help early, whether that's a outside corner, then you bump Darius Williams inside or vice versa, an inside corner. Maybe it's a guy that you think can come in and do both, and you just figure out what works the best with Darius Williams and your rookie. Uh, I think edge slash interior pass rush is going to come off the board for the Jaguars early as well. And I do think they're going to go get a tight end. I know they've talked about maybe not feeling that that's a major need but when you look at this tight end class how talented it is there's guys that can do many different things for you there's guys that can be pure pass catchers there's guys that can be inline line tight ends there's guys that can be a little bit of balance um, in this group so I think those are the three spots that I would be shocked if the Jaguars do not come away with improvements in this draft that's corner nickel and edge nickel, cornerback slash nickel edge and tight end, right? I would be shocked if the Jaguars do not address those groups in this draft. Again, I think they're the deepest positions in this draft outside of running back. And I think they're the greatest positions of need. No coincidence. The Jaguars are waiting till the draft to go ahead and address those. Now, what I have tried to come kind of bring in a veteran that I feel better about at nickel at edge I would have, but the Jaguars did not go in that direction. Uh, Trent Baalke, the Jaguars general manager, he has shown that he values traits, right, early on. We've seen that throughout his um, general manager career, both in Jacksonville and San Francisco. But this organization, as much as they're going to value traits early on, they are going to value character as much or more than any other trait when they're evaluating these prospects. You hear Trevor Lawrence talking about it. You hear Doug Peterson talking about it. You hear Trent Baalke talking about it. This is a team that values their locker room. They value what they have in the building now, and they don't want to upset the apple cart, so to speak. They really would like to continue to bring in prospects and players that fit within the the structure of this organization right now from a character standpoint. That's not going anywhere. Whether you like that, don't like it, Or or you're more indifferent about it. For me, it's like as long as you can find the right marriage of talent and character, I'm not concerned with it. And I think you can find that. But are there going to be prospects the Jaguars might not have on their board due to character concerns that you wish that, that they would because you love the talent? That could be the case, certainly. My final point here. I would expect some movement from the Jaguars in this draft. The Jaguars, in my opinion, do not need nine rookies on their roster in 2023. And Trent Baalke said last week they only have 127 draftable grades in this class. Does that mean that there's only 127 players that they would draft? No. But ideally for them, each one of their draft picks would fall within that 127 draftable grades. And again, a lot of that 127 number has to do with character. They've removed a lot of prospects off that 127 list due to character and, and due to other concerns. I personally expect balky based on his track record, uh, the volume of picks that the Jaguars have again, nine picks team needs and the depth of this draft. I expect them to get aggressive at some point. Uh, I would not be surprised if they moved up in the first round. Trent Baalke talked about once you get to 18-19 overall, you kind of see how things are stacking up for the Jaguars, who again hold the 24th pick. If somebody falls to that range and he's the last guy that that they would feel comfortable with at 24 overall, uh, maybe they move up to go get him. I wouldn't be shocked if they moved down from 24 either. But for me, I would be surprised if at some point they do not trade up in this draft. Again, I don't think you need nine draft picks. I think you need a handful of guys that you can really count on in this class for the Jaguars, uh, both in the short term and long term. I've also been looking at those three six-round picks that they have, and they don't have a fifth-round pick. Do they package some of those six-rounders to move up and land someone who's still available that's in their top 127, maybe in the fifth round where they don't have a pick? Um, maybe they completely move out on the back end of this draft, right? Maybe they just push their chips towards the 2024 NFL draft, where they also have a, a, quite a bit of draft capital as well. Um, but I would be surprised if the Jaguars stand pat with their current nine draft picks. I definitely think they're going to end up moving up. Again, don't need nine rookies on this roster. You need to get the best rookies you can on this roster. I think if you were able to get three or four contributors in year one, That could set this football team over the top. You know, you saw what the Chiefs did last year with their draft. They hit home runs. They hit, hit, they got singles and doubles and triples throughout the entire draft. And it helped them win the Super Bowl. I don't think they win the Super Bowl without that draft class last year. And could you be looking at the Jaguars as a team that hits it out of the park with this 2023 NFL draft? We'll find out starting Thursday night or begin to find out starting Thursday night. I can't wait for it. Again, we are about four days away here. It's Monday, April 24th. The draft is Thursday, April 27th. I guess you could say we're three days away. I can't wait for it. Regardless, hopefully you guys are excited too. This was just a little bit of an informative, hopefully kind of set the table the Jaguars draft needs how they could be looking at the draft what they might be looking to do in this 2023 NFL draft hope y'all enjoyed it I'd love to know what y'all think about the Jaguars upcoming draft hit me up on Twitter at Jordan Delugo you can also follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube if you're on your podcast platform of choice please subscribe and review helps the show out tremendously thanks so much for tuning in Duval have a great rest of your Monday save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app